Welcome back to another podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about the Mitchells versus the Machines. And if you have no idea what the heck I'm talking about, that's a new film from the creators of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. From Sony Pictures Animation, um, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Um, I don't know what else I have to say about it. It has the same kind of like creative style as Into the Spider-Verse, although it is a lot more kiddish than Into the Spider-Verse. Um, I will be comparing those two movies a lot during this review. Um, Spider-Verse is ten times better, but this was still... I was very impressed with this film. I wasn't expecting much going in, um, but this was like a really well thought out plot, and it was, I don't know, it was meaningful, and it actually, it, it struck something in me. It hit home for me in a couple, in a couple of ways, but I won't go over that part of it. Um, but the sad opening in the beginning was <laughs> so heartbreaking. We see the main character, Katie, just wants to be a filmmaker, and she just doesn't get along with her father, Rick, who's scared of technology and just avoids it at all costs. He gets scared that Katie's going to go off to college and not come back, so he decides that the family will drive her out to California to school. But in the beginning, she he accidentally breaks her laptop, and he gets worried that like the relationship will forever be shattered like the laptop and he's scared that if she goes to college then she won't come back and i mean i just i just went to college like two years ago and like i i have those same feelings like maintaining relationships with the family you know um then there's a montage of them on the road trip and Katie missing college. I just thought that was, like, terrible. Like, if I missed the first weekend at school, like, everyone would already know each other, and it would be so difficult to fit in. Like, that's really heartbreaking. I was like, oh my god, poor Katie. Um, I put Pal's dumb revenge plot against Mark's new AI Pal bots. Um, Mark, who I think is played by John Legend, uh, he creates these new AI bots, and Pal, the phone that he creates, which is, I guess, just supposed to be the iPhone, gets jealous and has a mind of its own and takes over the bots and then starts taking over the world as one does, you know? But Pal's revenge plot was basically just like how, I don't know, I guess she's been thrown aside. I also think it's hilarious that she's played by Olivia Coleman. Why is Olivia Coleman in everything right now? <laughs> uh, but she was talking about how, like, she made a comment on how we don't pick up the phone for our moms. It was just, like, worded in a weird way, but I, I, I got that gist. <laughs> and then there was a comment on how we need Wi-Fi to live, which is so true. We are so dependent on the internet. Like, my God. Um, 
Oh, I bet the Mitchells used screwdrivers instead of hammers for their barriers. But I guess I should really talk about how the PAL bots just like randomly become a plot device and then take over the world and then, I don't know. The Mitchells are the only family that survive, which is very hard to believe. Because <laughs> if the Mitchells were able to get away from the bots, like, how were none of the other families able to? Is the point of the movie, like, only dysfunctional families can get by the bots? I don't know. I also put that Katie really wants to save the world, and the dad is just trying to survive. <laughs> the poor dad. Why did it seem like the Mitchell family was scarred by getting rabies? There was like this unnecessarily long montage of, I don't know, there was this time they got rabies, I guess, and they were scarred by it. Um, after this, there was another unnecessarily long sequence of events with, I uh, can't believe I'm saying this, but it involved Furbies. Um, I feel like if you're not in your 20s, you're not going to know what your Furby is. Like, I'm not sure what their target audience was on that. Are Furbies still a thing? Maybe I'm completely wrong. Are they still a thing? <laughs> Lynn goes back for a robot once, which was really stupid. I mean, like, why are you doing that? Just because you named the robot doesn't mean, like, I don't know, like, all the robots are still trying to kill the world. So, like, that's like, if someone went back for a zombie and named it in The Walking Dead and then just got killed, it'd be like, okay, well, that was stupid. <laughs> that sounds like something that would happen in that show, actually. Yeah, at this point in the show. There's ten seasons. Katie and the brother have a weird chat. And it was all about the neighbors that Lynn is, like, so jealous of throughout the film. But Lynn is very jealous of her neighbors who seem very functional compared to their dysfunctional family. And she wants to be like them. And they have a daughter that's the brother's age, and the brother has a crush on her, because. And Katie talks to him and is like, don't hide your feelings, man, that's no way to live. And I was like, whoa, that is so intense for his age. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's got time. Um, we find out from Lynn in the car that the dad loved the idea of living in a cabin. Um, we see the Mitchells disguise themselves as robots, and nobody notices. How do all of these AI units not notice that something is different with some of the robots? <laughs> um... Pal is trying to, like, draw them out because they're stupid and can't figure out which robots are which. And they needed, like, a Pixar moment, I guess. So they said, let's put a security camera footage of Katie telling the brother that she wants to get away forever. And saying that she was just 
BSing her way through the trip just to make her dad happy. And they showed the dad the video, and of course he's thrown off, and they get revealed, and only Katie and the brother are able to run away. Um, they, they look at Katie's camera, and they see a video of Katie and Lynn. Well, Katie's like, I don't know, she's a little baby, she's like two. And she's with Lynn in the car, moving away from a cabin, and Rick saying goodbye to the cabin. Which was really sad to see, and he picked up the moose, the wooden moose from the beginning of the film. Oh, Rick is with uh, Mark, John Legend's character, I think, and um, he's just like scrolling through Katie's YouTube because for some reason she's YouTube famous. Why are people watching these videos too? I don't see the um, the appeal. <laughs> um, in one of the videos, there's uh, Katie uses the dog to pretend to be a cop resigning from a position uh, to the captain at the precinct, I guess. And she's just like, I love you, Sarge, but now that I'm leaving, I just need some backup. And when I look for you, you're not there. And obviously that's like a jab at Rick. And Rick feels really hurt watching that. Um, Katie and the brother go back for the parents, and Katie is about to, uh, fight Pal when she says, I've broken six phones in my life, but I'm gonna break you on purpose. I just thought that line was kind of iconic. This is kind of funny. <laughs> Rick struggles to look up YouTube. There's a long sequence of him trying to figure out how to type YouTube.com, and it's actually really funny. <laughs> Lynn goes off for no reason she goes kill Bill and some robots and just, I don't know what the heck happened, but she got really protective of her children and went off. I guess that was the point. Um, Katie goes on a monologue with Pal about how families are worth fighting for, even though they're like difficult and the relationships are difficult to maintain and they can hurt sometimes but they're worth it um i put why is katie like almost dead at the end of the movie <laughs> i know she was pretending but like why would she be it's kind of stupid and then uh lynn in the car like, the last scene is the Mitchells in the car, and they're like, we're going to D.C. to get the uh, Congressional Medal of Honor, you know? It's like, what? Why are they getting the Congressional Medal of Honor? Why is that in the movie? <laughs> it didn't need to be addressed. I was so confused. I thought that was just hilariously terrible and stupid. <laughs> And then the credits went on, and I saw Blake Griffin was in this? Who was he? John Legend? Conan O'Brien? And Maya Rudolph? I guess Maya Rudolph was the mom. 
I have no idea who Conan O'Brien was. Or Blake Griffin. I know Olivia Coleman was pal, which was funny, but I don't know. This was probably one of my favorite non-Pixar animated films in a long time, besides Into the Spider-Verse. Um, so I would probably give this, like, I'd give it a three and a half out of five stars. Yeah, I liked it. I highly recommend it, and it's actually the seventh most popular Netflix film of all time now, so... It's definitely racking up some views. So thank you guys so much for listening, and let me know what you guys thought of The Mitchells vs. The Machines. And as always, be nice to each other out there.